Janet, I got something to share with you. I hope it's a new podcast I need to listen to immediately. Oh, it is. It's called Adventures in New America, and it is the first sci-fi political satire Afro-futuristic buddy comedy. I love what I'm hearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just wait. Set a few years in the future, Adventures in New America follows two mismatched African-American best friends as they take on a series of increasingly wild heists to get quick cash to pay for a medical treatment. You know what? I actually do know about this because I know they have to survive the wilds of New York City and a secret cabal of tetchy terrorist vampire zombies from outer space. Mm-hmm. The New York Times calls it. Yes, that New York Times calls it simpatico with Boots Riley. Sorry to bother you in its critique of entwined capitalist and racist structures and says the way it makes the horrific funny recalls a new era of social thriller being ushered in by none other than Jordan Peele. I Ooh, do love this. I yes, love it. I like. I like a lot. You can binge the entire first season now at adventuresinnewamerica.com or your podcast app, Adventures in New America. Yeah, just search for that. You're golden. You're going to get it. I mean, it's going to be you. Binge it. You'll binge be it, listening binge to it, it and you'll be binge loving it. Binge it. Binge it. Binge, 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 binge. Steve, I got to get serious for a second. Talk to me, Janet. And I know that it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I actually am 100% serious. Okay. This Talk is super me. important. Guys, if you're ever stopped at a railway crossing and the signals are flashing and you don't see the train or it looks like it's moving slow and you're thinking, hey, I'm in an action comedy. Maybe I could get across the tracks before the train comes. Don't do it. Yeah. Why would you do that? I mean, look, look, Janet. All right. Think about this. You're almost 20 times more likely to die in a crash involving a train than in a collision involving another motor vehicle. 20 times more likely to die? Fact. That's the truth. That's the triple truth, Ruth. Skip it. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stop. Trains can't. Let me just reiterate that. Stop. Because trains are unable to do that. Just stop. Stop it, guys. We know know that you're a fancy driver. We know you're fantastic. That's why we want to keep you alive. Stop. Because trains can't. We need all the fancy drivers we can get. That's right. We love you. Listeners, 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 and listeners. Our friends Scott Ackerman, Lauren Lapkus, and Paul F. Tompkins are masters of comedy podcasting, and they're back with a brand new season of their hit show, Freedom. And when you said listeners, you were talking to me. Yeah. So I felt very we included love these in guys. this. I love they're these They're friends guys. and colleagues. Absolutely. Friends and colleagues. You know, it's inspired by fun conversations they have on tour. These three friends sit down, discuss each other, the world, and everything in between, which is really the good stuff. Do not miss out! on the hilarity and listen to the new season of Freedom only on Stitcher Premium. For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com slash freedom and use the promo code VOYAGE. VOYAGE. Promo code VOYAGE. That makes us look good. It does. To our it friends does. and Make colleagues. Make us look good. Say, Janet, I got some news for you. Let me hear it, Steve Berg. I don't know if you remember, but Voyage to the Stars is a sci-fi podcast told through improvisation. That's right. We got a tight framework we work off, but we entirely improvise the dialogue. I don't know who this guy is, but he has <laughs> got to make an appearance on the show. He's very good. We all like him a lot. So I bet you'd agree with me when I would say, everyone, please enjoy this episode of Voyage, Voyage to, to the, the Stars. stars.
Captain's log, LX645892. One four. Hey, it's your boy, Captain Tucker, coming at you, man. Things are, you know, they're going okay. Space, right? Seems like the crew might be a little bit of a funk. I'm not quite sure what's going on. Uh, I mean, I gotta tell you, I uh, today went looking through my scrapbook, and uh, I gotta say, we've had some pretty fun adventures so far. Uh, I went to the Mole People planet, and, well, I inadvertently killed most of them trying to help them put a skylight into their mole society, which moles don't like the sun. So it was uh, not a a great idea, but I learned from it. I learned that moles don't like the sun. I thought maybe the slug people could use a little bit more sodium in their diet. That was uh, not the case. You know, no matter what I've pretty much done, things have not ended well. But here's the deal. Captain's trying. I'm doing my best. And that's all I can ask of myself and all I can ask of my crew. I just think right now they might be getting a little homesick. What so. if instead of acting first and learning a lesson later, you considered your actions before you committed what I would consider to be a series of ecological crimes? Well, I call that putting the engine in front of the caboose. I think you're supposed to put the engine in front Look, of the caboose. Look, sorry, I'm a captain, okay? And a captain has to keep looking forward. And then sometimes look behind them to see what's going on, but most part, you gotta look forward. I just don't find that to be an adequate excuse in any way, shape, or form. You're just speaking of general directionality without any kind of a moral compass or intellect that you're using. I gotta trust my gut. I'm a captain. You gotta go with your gut. That's all the captain's really got. At the end of the day, after all the training melts away, after all the XP melts away, all you got is that gut. And yeah, my gut said... Pour some salt on those slug people. My gut was wrong, but I listened to it, and that's the lesson you gotta learn. Listen to your gut. I've never been more glad I don't have a gut. It's a hell of a thing. Well, it's gonna be a good one today. I got a good feeling about this. So I'm gonna dust my shoulders off, and as uh, Jay-Z once said, I'm a business man to space and further. Science log alpha 2.4. I am analyzing yet another species that we have taken from another planet. We have actually done quite a tour of this specific solar system. Uh, Several of the planets and or moons uh, have yielded some non-sentient but very interesting life forms. I have in front of me a flower that seems to be made of robotic components. And when I poke it, it says yippee. And I don't understand the function of that. But it does smell like candy corn, and I'm a fan of that. And I am so, so homesick. (laughs) I've never actually wanted to go home or wanted to spend time with my family. And I think I might be at that point. This could be that space ennui that people talk about. I never thought I'd get it because my dream has always been to go into space, to find something outside the world, to take back into my world, to fix my problems. And I don't know. It may be because today's my birthday. Sorry. Yes? Were you aware of the celebrations that people on Earth normally do around birthdays? Well, I understand that there is a certain amount of pomp and circumstances uh, inexplicably surrounding a human's birth, focused primarily on the birthed human rather than the person who did all of the work, the mother. 
that's very interesting that you would observe that. Actually, you would think that the birthday would be the one where the woman went through such pain. Indeed. And maybe tore um, in their nether regions. Certainly that's possible. My mother told me that she tore five degrees. She rubbed that in every day. Sometimes she would uh, send a greeting card that would be in my birthday card. Like, hey, I pooped because of you. Not because of my brother. I guess I was the one who tore coming out second because, you know, I have a twin. That's right. You do. I do. And you know what? In a weird way, I miss him right now. I mean, he's terrible to me. He's like a bro, quote unquote. You know, he wears very custom tailored suits and looks down upon me. He told me I had gorilla arms one time. Do you call him a bro because he is, in fact, your brother? I mean, there's a bro culture on Earth that is... Oh, I see. He likes to keg it. I believe I once heard Tucker say bros before robos. Similar? Yeah, I guess. It's Hmm. usually hoes, but... So Tucker is therefore a bro. I don't want to... I I don't... Yeah, he is. So anyway, I'm feeling kind of sad. My brother always was celebrated above me, really. I mean, I never had a birthday party. I never did. I would get, like, a gift bag... And they would say, here's your birthday present, Elsa. And that would be the same thing that everybody else at the party would get besides my brother. That is an incredibly depressing thing to hear, and I feel much pity for you. I'll tell you what. I want today to be your special day. Nothing that happens today will take precedence or be more important in any way than your special day of birth. So starting right now, I want you to just relax, enjoy your birthday, sweet, and just take care of yourself and put yourself first. How does that sound? I really appreciate that. I am going to have a special day. Yes, it's going to be all about you. Up until right now, I'm actually getting an alarm. There's a distress signal on the bridge. You need to report there directly. Well, I I, I can still have my special day. That is over. You had your special day. Consider the sun down on that special day. It was two to three seconds. Like, we just got to melt it until we get to the bridge. Could have been nothing at all. Could have been nothing at all. I'm letting it go, even though it meant so much to me in that nanosecond that actually was activated that you empowered me about that. And so thank you. Sorry. I noticed that you're still slumped in your chair. You do need to report to the bridge. Okay, I'm going. Science log out. All right, welcome to a very, very special and exciting episode of Rescue Mission. Okay, today we have Captain Tucker on a rescue mission with everyone in tow. Captain Tucker, hey. what is it happening right now? Explain everything to us. All right, well, first of all, thank you for having me oh, on the show. Been a long absolutely. time coming. Stu, you know the score. We're Excuse trying- me, could you guys do an interview show away from the panel that we need to access? No, order- we're good right here. So, uh, basically, uh, we got a distress beacon. I thought, you know, funny enough, I thought a distress beacon was like some kind of anti-anxiety pill or something like that. But turns out... It is actually a little like uh, alert that somebody's out there floating around in space. Sorry, we're going to have to turn on the gravimetric wave refractory because we're going to have to lift up our shields in order to get this thing in. If we were going to get it in, which oh, we should talk right. about because after you guys finish I've actually already, I've already begun the process. As the captain was talking about the rescue mission he was performing, I was actually performing the rescue mission. You and see, because I, I talked to Sorry beforehand and said, let me do the talk and you do the work. did not happen at any time. But what is actually so. happening is there is a jettisoned ship out there in we are debating whether we're going to pull it in or not. We literally have three of us have said that already. Yeah. So your recap is unnecessary, and you're in my way still. I need to. But start- let me just clarify what's going on here. There is a pod out there that has sent out a beacon, and we're going to be pulling it into the ship. I actually just sorry pulled to- it into the ship and, and closed the bay it is door. Here. So the, bay the time closed, for debating and, uh, is over. There is a life form inside this pod. 
I don't know if it's dangerous. I really captained the F out of this situation. Now, there could be something on board that could be friend or foe. We are not sure at well, we're this not. point. And that's why first thing I'm going to do is we're going to try to make a number of small cuts into whatever this thing is. Smart. And see how it reacts. We that will is, not be doing listen, that. You guys, there is a foreign entity on board right now. There what is happened? a jettison That's ship been made very clear. That we are you to about to recap stuff? We have already brought this escape pod into the bowels of our own ship, and we are trying to evaluate what to do about it. That's one way of putting it. You're just repeating everything that's if already said. If I could throw my idea hat in the ring, yeah. perhaps... We bring this creature on board. It is on board. Let me know when we've reached the escape. I cannot be more clear. It is already on board. I feel like we're in that time loop from episode two. What do you mean by episode? Uh, That's what I call all of our little adventures. Oh, it's really nice. Can we decide what to do with this alien thing? I mean, we need to weigh the pros and cons of this. We could open this up, and this could be a malevolent life force. It could be a creature, if we open it, that would die when exposed to our air. We have to do this one step at a time. Well, here's what we do. I say we fill that airlock with fire. Okay? If it lives through that fire, we know that this is a dangerous thing. If not, we know that it was just organic life. I don't know if this is the appropriate time to tell you that I went ahead and opened the escape pod and revived the... Revived? Are you kidding? Individual okay. that so we- was inside. Okay. Okay. So technically, you have a new shipmate. Mm. Great. So it's down in the cargo hold. I'm going to grab a couple guns and uh, one of those, you know, those medieval things that uh, have like three holes that you stick somebody's head in their hands through. That is a guillotine, but uh, okay. Okay, yeah. I'm going to grab a guillotine. I'll meet you guys at the cargo hold. Sounds good. I'm going to close off all access to weapons. Okay, I am not going to participate in this at all. And that is Chat Stew, and we are out. Captain's log, banana wood check seven. Uh, all right, well, bummer. No guillotines. Uh, all I was able to get my hands on was this cake knife, so if uh, things get hairy in there, I'll cut me off a large slice. Did I miss uh, anything? I created a banner said, Welcome all, oh, Jesus. so the alien will know that we're not hostile. This seems like a whole lot of pageantry for just a creature on a pod, but... Okay, everybody's here. We're in position. Sorry. Open up the pod bay door. Open pod bay door. Hey, party people! What? What's up? Hi. <laughs> it's so good to see you all. I'm Dimitri. Wow, you're draped across well, that escape pod in a beautiful Hello, way. Dimitri. My name is Captain Tucker. I'm the captain of this ship. Ooh, tuck it. I love a Tucker. good tuck. Tuck it in. Yes. Okay, just Captain Tucker, please. Wow. How come tuck every alien it. plays a name game with me? We are friendly, despite the cake knife. I love cake. I love um, any sort of humanoid presence. You guys are all serving me looks that are, I just, I'm into these uniforms. I just, I love what it's doing on all your body shapes. You know, it's it's sort of like a beard in that. It, like, if you're not attractive, it makes you more attractive. And if you're too attractive, it makes you less. So I just love what is happening. All right, look, hmm. Dimitri, you creep. Wow. Excuse me. Do you know where Earth is? You just call me a creep. We, I mean, we just met. That seems all unwise. Right. We really don't know anything about right. this creature. Demetra, I'm, I'm trying to be aggressive. It seems I'm the like captain. you have a lot of emotions surrounding people who are different than you. 
I get a little scared. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, you know, it's like when I see somebody who's different than me, it worries me because then I think, oh, wow, are they cooler than me? Should I be different like that? I don't even know why I'm sharing this information with you. I don't know what's pulling this out of me, but that's how I feel about it. You know, it's just like... That's okay because I love all of the feelings that you just expressed. I don't know where that came from. You just got to let that out. I think it's a really healthy thing for everyone to... to Anyone else want to let anything out? I made you a banner. Oh, this is really... When did you... What? a quick decoupage job. That was I just, quick. I, I thought maybe you it. had a small child that had quickly thrown this together for oh, me, but sweet. I still appreciate your efforts. You're literally sparkling. A glittering entity. Oh, You're you know, I don't, even, I don't even notice it anymore, because it's just like, it's just normal for me. You have yeah. a gothy emo quality about you that makes me very uncomfortable, I'll be honest. Is that eyeliner or is it just your natural, like, lash rim? My species has a natural smoky eye. Uh, to you, sir, I think those feelings are more about yourself, you know? Uh, we really project onto other people what's uncomfortable about them is really what is uncomfortable about us. Tell me more, more about that. Um, no, I, I'm not a feelings guy, so you're that's inaccurate. Can you tell us what your species is? I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. Um, l- let me sort of break it down for you. Basically, I can feel what you're feeling. I have sort of a sixth sense of what's going on, and um, I'm here to facilitate opening up and, and talking about things, and I can make that really easy for people. And oh, you're like a guidance counselor. Essentially, yes. Cool. I, I, I like to guide people and, cool. and you know, sort of coerce out of them what's really going on, you know? Mr. Davies, that was my guidance counselor's name. Yeah, did he make you uncomfortable? No, he was a great guy to me. Apparently he was, uh, you know, messing around with some of the other kids, but, uh, not me. Always good when I was there. Sorry, do we have any information on the empath race? Unfortunately, I'm not able to find anything specific about the empath race. But let's be honest, does it really matter? Isn't everybody just kind of going to do what they do, what? regardless of what information I have? That's a nihilistic Basically. point of view. I don't know. Yeah, she's right. took a turn. Sorry. 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 You have some interesting um, emotion-like qualities about you for uh, what I assume is some sort of android being. If you're trying to charm me, I can assure you it isn't working. Ah, okay. Welcome to our ship that is yet unnamed. Yeah. Wait, you have an unnamed ship? What's yeah, that about? we haven't named guys, it yet. Let's so talk about that. We started a hat, and we had everybody write a name of mm. the ship that they wanted yeah. to, and then we had a vote on the names. And everyone just entered different styles of hat names into the hat, so it we was were not choosing clear. between Chapeau, Bowler, Newsboy... None of it felt right. Yeah, and then, it was unclear. Yeah. That's kind know. of the surface, you know. I, I'm talking about, like, what's it about, really? Like the fabric of the hat? Um, it was a felt. And There's another a- word that's called feelings. It's like you felt something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes with the hat, the, the fabric, it, it goes deeper within us. Our fear of commitment goes into our relationship with our parents and with our family members. Maybe that's the reason you don't have a name for it. I'm looking for my uh, parents. I don't have parents. You don't have parents? No, I mean, I have them. I just have found them. They're, they they're disappeared. They Are they alive? Do we know if they're alive? I don't know. You think they might be dead? I think that. Oh, well, I hope not. Did I they raise you? Excited. He's excited right now, you guys. You were raised by your grandparents, okay. so you basically had absentee parents. His tone In is a lot very of ways, but I mean, they, yeah. you know, they had, uh, you know, a, a, lot, a large effect they on me. They made you feel less than. Captain Tucker, well, permission to go back to my quarters. This is um, uh, for permission me. granted. I guess uh, Elsa and I can give Demetria a tour of the ship, yeah, and uh, you good. can go back to your quarters. I'd like that. Bye, Stu. Bye, see ya. Uh, sorry, prepare the ship for the grand tour. 
Is that okay. a musical? I, you know, because on my planet there was a show called The Grand Tour, and the opening number, it, the whole cast comes out, and they're like, "Welcome to the Grand Tour. It's a tour of the hotel of your dreams. It's a magical hotel." Do you guys have the cast recording here? I would love to hear more about that because there's a thing called Greece that yeah. I am obsessed with, and it came up many episodes ago. Again with yeah. this episode's reference. All right, we're going to go ahead and do this tour, and uh, it's nice to see that this... Uh, <laughs> Not just any tour. A grand a tour. A grand tour. It's a grand day for a grand tour. It's a grand old flag. Huzzah! Uh, science entry log, Dimitri... Point one, um, let's t- tell me, how is your planet? What is the atmosphere like? Okay, Gorge, let's not make this about me. Let's make this about you. Like, you're so good at all these science things. Like, I totally love what you're doing here. Like, what is this display you're making? Basically, my quest is to, well, get home eventually, but really to discover new life forms. Oh my god, that's amazing. Like, I'm so fascinated by that. And I just, like, I'm totally digging your whole vibe, you know? Like, you really feel like a woman who knows what she wants. She's in charge. She's researching things. You've got, like, powerful energy. That is crazy that you say that because I'm usually kind of a weak, nervous person who people undermine and t- I talk too much so I feel like an outcast and I'm depressed because my whole family origin is kind of like really messed up. Oh, I- wow. I'd love to hear more about that. You seem to have webbing between your fingers. Is that because you're an aquatic species or? Yeah, yeah. I like to swim, but like more about the anxiety. Like, tell me more about that. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I just have a lot of trauma in my past, and really I shouldn't, so I feel guilty about the trauma, which makes me more feel guilty, and it's just this weird cycle of just self-hatred, and um, my family's complicated, but let's talk about your... No, but the trauma! Oh my god, we all have so much trauma, and I really feel like, you know, the only way to work through the trauma is to talk about it, and like, you can't keep that anxiety inside, like, you keep it inside, you're just gonna, you know, one day it'll just like explode. I mean, you're totally right, because one time I just got so upset, and I just was like kick and I kicked the statue and like I accidentally created a genocide I don't mean to be like fixated on that time because uh it's just the cumulative effect of my effect on the world right now is kind of a, a downer but you, you sorry sorry I'm just like I hate to like uh, a whole genocide you caused a whole genocide wow that must like weigh a lot on your delicate shoulders yeah but my mom really doesn't love me that's really where my sadness comes from your um, relationship with your mother yeah. caused you to destroy a whole level of beings. Oh, okay, could you move over? I want to lay on this couch a little bit. Um, So, like, here's the thing. My mother had two children, like twins, okay? So there were two eggs, because we're not identical, which they remind me of all the time. And so I have a brother named First Rankford, and then there's Elsa Rankford, who's me. And it's a coincidence, today is my birthday. So this is the day that I was born second, and basically positioned to be second in life. Oh, that's really sad for you. Yeah. Well, I feel like this must be one of those landmark birthdays. Like 30. The- I'm turning 30, okay? Oh so that's- my god, that must be a lot to deal with. It is, and I watched so many Jennifer Garner comics. And I just can't even get out what of this What is a Jennifer rut. Garner comedy? It she's, sounds terrible. Okay, she's an actress who you think... She was like this kick-ass woman, and then she started doing things where she cried a lot as a mom. Oh, she got, she got annoying in yeah, her social media. It's a little too... Also, the social media was just wretched, so you didn't yeah. like her anymore. But oh, really, yeah, very unlikable. But sometimes I just watch her things to like embrace who I am as a woman and feel better about myself. Oh, or a good cry, yeah, and it's so not working. 
You know what you need? It's a birthday party. No. You gotta celebrate. I mean, you know what? Let me do this for you. What? I'm gonna throw you a party. You're gonna throw? I'm throwing you a party. I'm a stranger to you, and you're doing the same. I'm reserving the holodeck. I feel like it's the type of party that you deserve. Great. You know? Let's do it. I will see you there. I guess it's gonna be so much fun. I look forward to making you aware of how old you've become on your special day. <laughs> Great. All right, science log out. Hey, uh, Janet. Yes, Steve. There's something I've been noticing. Oh, yeah? Just in the world at large? In the Well, in the business world, in the world of jobs, it is really challenging to hire people. You know that? It takes a long time, and there's, there's sometimes too many applicants. You know what? It feels like there must be a more streamlined way to do this. We live in 2019! I mean, come on, people. There's got to be a place where growing businesses can connect to qualified candidates. Yeah. Let me blow your mind right now. Okay. There is one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. I know it seemed like I didn't know, but that's because I like holding know. secrets inside of me yeah, until yeah, it's time for me to fun. tell them. That's why you're fun. Right now is time. See if you can follow, buddy. Okay. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. Oh, Hi! my God. Why didn't I not know about that? Now... As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. What? Yeah. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Get I don't know why out. that makes me angry. I'm like angry. I'm so excited about it. But you're smiling it. ear to ear. Well, that's also true. So, okay. From what so I'm getting is, is yeah. if I go to ZipRecruiter.com and type in slash voyage, that's going to be a real sweet deal for me? Yeah, because that's our code. So you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash voyage and you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Free? Yeah. Sold. ZipRecruiter.com slash voyage? Yeah. ZipRecruiter. Oh, the smartest way to hire. Oh, Janet. I'm yeah. exhausted. Oh my gosh. Have you been trying to find a vacation home? How'd you know? Bless your heart. Because you're covered in sweat and you're panting and you just look like you're about to give up and not go on vacation you at all. You know me too well. You so know what I mean? You know what? It's really hard to find a vacation home, Janet. You start off looking for a beach house that's big enough for six, and you wind up watching videos of surfing dogs. Look, we've all been there. Yeah, then that's like a mini vacation, but it's not like a real vacation. No, you know no, I mean? no, 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 no. But let me, let me, let me hippie to a little secret. Hit me. Verbo does the hard work for you, matching you to the perfect place to stay for your getaway every time. I actually do know about this. You oh, know yeah. why? Because I know if you download the Verbo app, search V. R-B-O, you'll discover everything from condos and cabins to villas and castles. Villas? Yeah. What? Yeah, villas, buddy. Oh. Listen, whatever your budget and whatever you want from the home, maybe it's a massive private pool or a place that's kid-friendly, Verbo's got you covered. The Verbo app is easy and convenient. It's got great ratings in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store, and you can use it to browse and book vacation homes from just about anywhere. Also, if you're like me, you like to just peruse them and look at like 700 and then maybe eventually settle on one, but just the looking is pretty fun. Oh, that is fun. Uh, it's I call also, that Friday night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, you and I are very similar. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of nerds. Oh, it's yeah. also useful when you're on your vacation because you can send instant messages to the homeowner directly from the app. It's the future. And That's it's easy. Almost too easy. So definitely. Download the Verbo app today. Today. To find it quickly, search VRBO and put an end to frustrating vacation searches and the dog videos. I submit if you want to continue to watch the dog videos in your own time, you can. Honestly, good point. Let Verbo find a home that matches you. Welcome to Chat Stew. Today, 
we are going to be doing a speedrun playthrough of a game that Sari chose, and apparently the object is to repair a Xerox machine. That's right. It's high tension, high stakes. All right, now, I don't understand. I'm supposed to be the guy who puts the tool belt on. Is you, grab that ink pad first. Grab oh. the ink pad. Okay. Grab it. Just I, I can't. I don't with your... it. Hey. Oh. Hey, kids. Hey, hey. Hello? Hey, Stu. Uh, you guys playing hey. a game here? Yeah, it's a Xerox uh, repair game. Oh, that sounds really just like a lot of fun. Well, yeah. I don't think that you would understand. Okay, so I'm putting the tool belt on. Do I walk into the main floor of the business center? I don't. Do it through the catwalk. The catwalk, okay. Okay, what? It's a lot of, just a lot of boring steps in this game. Oh, it's a very sophisticated yeah. game. It, it tends to work best for people who understand technology. I, I'm oh, sorry. Thinking game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, still, it's so interesting. Like, why would you want to, you know, spend your time on such a boring procedural game? Well, it's honestly not boring to me. What's boring is to be around other humans. So, I'm just <laughs> like to spend some time with my buddy Sorry here and. Oh, I see. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. You don't like to be around those that are like you. You'd rather spend your time with a, um, pardon the phrase, a robot. I know that's an offensive term from... It doesn't bother me at all. It's particularly not from a human who seems incapable of taking a hint. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, okay. uh, um, Stu, uh, yeah. so you don't like to be around other no. people. Why no. is that? I don't know. I, don't. I really love to know more about that. Honestly, I just don't even like answering questions. Stu's very so. special. Um, I hope you don't mind if I no. call you special. That's fine. And he just needs a certain type of companion, a person to spend thing to yeah, whatever I, to uh, spend time with. I feel like you have a crush on him, but that's I, impossible. That's correct. It's impossible <laughs> yeah. because uh, I'm an artificial intelligence. Yeah. That's true. Stu, I really feel like you know, being around other people could be a way for you to open up. I don't know. It's like, you know, you find a book on a table, and it's like, even if it has a boring brown paper cover on it. I'm sorry, I went into sleep mode for yeah, a moment. A what did I miss? Nothing at all. I paused the game, so... Okay. It's as if there's um, just, like, no deeper layers to you at no, all. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Normally humans are like, like onions. Yeah. You peel away, and you get to a very sweet spicy center that burns your orbital sockets when it is it is cut but you're just a flat maybe piece of celery and like okay. there's some strings and you that's about so. it you've yeah. just described a gastrointestinal issue that i know elsa suffers from oh wow well that's me connecting with you i guess you'll be on your way now i'm so sleepy i gotta just get out of here I'm so tired yeah, I think that probably should just wrap up chat stew for now. Uh, we'll continue this later, sorry. Okay. When we can be alone. Yeah. Okay, that's chat stew out. Captain's Log, Tango, Foxtrot, Charlie. It's been an interesting day here on the ship. Our newest uh, member of the crew is an interesting fellow. Normally, on the page, you'd probably think I wouldn't be that into this guy, you know? He's a little fancy in the foot and, you know, got long hair, but there's something about him that just makes him easy to talk to, and I think he's getting a good reaction from the rest of the crew. Hey and, there, how's it hanging? Oh, hey, Dimitri, how you doing? Hi, so good to see you. Good, good to see you, too. You're looking really healthy and... Oh, thanks. Just well, like yeah, almost I, glowing. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I did my uh, workout this morning. I did about fifty push-ups. Oh, uh, I do a couple oh jumping jacks gosh, and those stuff biceps. like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a captain. I gotta keep it, you know, keep it tight. 
Yeah, you, I mean, you know, the crew really looks to you for guidance in both emotional support and They do. They don't physical, always say it, but they do. Physical health. Yeah. How are you enjoying your time here on the ship, you know, Dimitri? This, this ship really has a lot to offer someone like me. I just feel it's been such a pleasure to connect with so many people and really hear about what's going on with them. Yeah. Deep inside. Yeah, I wish I was better at that. You know, if I could point to one shortcoming as a captain is I haven't been able to really dig my fingers into what people are thinking. You know, a lot of times uh, I'm just barking orders and I'm pretty comfortable in that position. But Do you think that your aggressive nature helps or hinders your role as a captain? Well, uh, not quite sure. I mean, I know I definitely get results. Uh, and by results, I mean things happen, good or bad. I don't, you know, I'm not there to judge. I'll let my uh, ancestors, I guess, uh, <laughs> be the judgment of that. Has it caused personal strain between you and anyone on the ship? Uh, I mean, I've had my moments probably with, jeez, just about everybody on the crew. You know, uh, Mark Furman, always having rows with him. And, yeah. you know, obviously, Stu and I had a whole thing. Oh, tell like, me about your relationship with Stu. Well, I think it's you know, I'd say at one point, there was a time when I would have said Stu and I were besties. <gasps> really? Best friends? Mm, yeah. You had a best friend on the ship. Yeah. Such a stoic man. You seem so independent, yet you're willing to depend on someone else. Well, yeah, but unfortunately, <gasps> he cut that short. <gasps> he cut it off. Didn't want to be my friend. He just he has no emotional capacity for nope. friendship. Yeah. You know, heterosexual men are like that. They just don't want to let anyone in. That's well, I don't know if he's a heterosexual. Downfall. I think he's more of a robosexual, if you ask me. I mean, really? has sex with robots. He's not open to kindness or affection in any sort of capacity. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <sighs> it's hard for me to connect with people, you know, and I guess that oh. probably goes back to, I don't know, when I was a kid. When you, when you were a kid. Oh, was there... A problem in your kid. Tell me about your your relationship yeah. with your parents. <laughs> wow, well, that's uh, oh boy, here come the waterworks. You mentioned they uh, were not a part of your life. Well, I mean, uh, you know, they were and they weren't. You know, uh, they just my, disappeared. Well, basically, uh, yeah, in a certain sense, they actually came through the same wormhole that we went through uh, thirty years ago. Uh, they were explorers, and um, they were on a space ship called Destiny. That was. Studying the wormhole. And you were the child of Destiny, almost a Destiny's child. Yeah, I was a little bit of a Destiny's child, I suppose. You know, they had to go on their mission, and I understood that. You know, Did even they as make a kid. You feel special? Did they? Know? They sent a few postcards. Uh, Did they let you the... know that you were a survivor? They didn't. No, they, they didn't. didn't. They did not give that to they you. They weren't there. I was raised by my grandparents, and I mean, you know, they meant well, but you know, my grandfather was a military man. They were really hard on me, and. It's almost like there was three of you, and then two of you disappeared, and it was yeah, just one of you It was you just left. one of me, man. They didn't know how to make you ascend to your true destiny. Exactly, you know, because it's like ever since I was a kid, I knew I was going to be a captain, right? And I go to the Space Academy, I flunk out. You know, to be honest with you, I faked my way into being a captain here, you know? It's like I'm not trained at all, but... Uh, it's a mask. See, you know, a lot of times we have to fake it till we make it, and you yeah. let that mask become your true self. In a lot of ways, I think maybe I'm, I have to be my own parents, you know? You know, sometimes I feel like I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm talking to myself, but I really just wish I was talking to my dad, or talking to my mom. Talk to me. I'm your dad. Talk to me. Dad, to me. why'd you go? Why'd you leave? Why'd you go, Mom? I had to go. 
I'd let you set you free so that you could sail on the wings and become a true star of the galaxy. <laughs> you had to let me go. I let you go, but it was for your own good. Okay. It's for your own good. Yeah, <laughs> oh let, God. let it out. I can't believe I'm just crying like this, man. Oh, let it out. I it's mean, unbelievable. Cry on my shoulder and cry right oh. here. Oh. Let me let me savor those oh, tears. I feel like I'm getting so weak. <laughs> wow, I gotta say, um, I don't think that this has, uh, I, I've ever had this experience on this ship. I didn't realize I had so much stuff going on. Dimitri, if you, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I wonder if maybe, um, you know, this is me just spitballing here, if, uh, if you wouldn't mind staying on board as a crew member of the ship and perhaps in the job of like a full-time counselor. I thought you'd never ask. Well, I think I just found my newest crew member. To space and further, Captain out. Science entry, sandwich 1.1a. I am in the kitchen. And I am attempting to do something I've never done before. Create my own sandwich. And I just... Which, wow, I don't know how this... Is there a guide or like a cookbook of what goes on top of the lettuce? Uh, hey, Elsa. What's, I, I don't know. Uh, hey, Stu. Just here Whew. getting a snack. Aren't knives heavy? Because I am exhausted lifting up this butter knife to spread this uh, honey mustard. Are you doing an experiment on a ham sandwich? I, I'm i just recording, you know, for posterity. Oh, okay. Sure. I rarely make observations about other people, but I got to say, and don't take this the wrong way, you look terrible. Well, that, I'm going to take it the wrong way because you just literally said you, I look terrible. There's no color in your face, you look malnourished, and you look exhausted. I now. mean, listen, I I have been socializing a little bit more than I usually do because somebody's been paying attention to me. Dimitri is actually a boon companion. Let me huh. just say, BFFs, and uh, we've been hanging out a lot, and it's a lot of energy for me to put out, uh-huh. in a sense, not in a sexual way, but in a uh, fraternal way. Right. And so I guess I'm just a little bit tired. But, you know, I put a little makeup on, and I think I did a great job concealing... You need, you need more. I heard someone looks terrible. I came as soon as I heard. Oh, oh Elsa. Look at her. Oh, Elsa. Guys, I look... very I- much looks as if you've been punched. Yeah. You look like you went through a Snoopy snow cone machine. I mean, it's not good at all. I, no, it's it's really quite sad. I don't know why. I, I don't. I'm just... Whew, wow, can I sit down? I just... Whoa! This floor is so flat. Huh. All right. I'm just going to lay here, get some energy back, and you guys come to my party tonight. Cause not, I'm sorry? With, Dimitri's throwing me a sorry. birthday party. I understood that your birthday was right. over two mm-hmm. to three seconds after I gave you that special privileged moment. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make it. I have to wash my hair. You can wash your hair any day. Like, sorry, can just Got to do it tonight. Sorry's got me on a pretty uh, strict hygiene schedule. I do have him so. on a strict hygiene schedule. I need to uh, examine some of the follicles for yeah. intertransgendular nodules. Been... I know what technical jargon is, and that was not even a thing. Um, cool. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. Right, sorry? It's going to be... Sure, it's going to be a great party, uh, but I will not, not be. be there. You don't have to bring me a present. Like, that is not why I'm doing this. I don't um, do birthdays, though. So, uh, yeah. You don't do any um, birthdays at all. Like, not, not one a birthday person's guy. birthday? No, I, I don't do my own. I saw I do you at Leslie's birthday party last week. I saw you. You made her a hand-knit scarf. Well, so. there was a cheese float, and I wanted in on that. So, mm. I had ulterior motives. So, it had nothing to do with uh, celebrating her birthday. You're ahead sure of the you. birthday committee. 
look, technically, I okay, didn't. Okay, well, so. if you just come tonight as a friend, it'd mean a lot to Can't me. Can't do it. Can't do it. I okay. guess I'll probably be too busy keeping this ship working and in operation with air circulating to keep your little heart pumping every day, keeping you alive. I guess if that's not enough of a gift, then I don't know what. Okay, I guess I won't see you guys there. Stu, when's your birthday? September 27th. Oh, we got to start planning. Yeah, I want to do Let's a big do one. I mean, I don't really want to do... Okay, that sounds good. Science entry out. Captain's log, 8008-7322. Wow, Dimitri really went all out to put this party together. Pretty proud of myself for bringing this guy on board because he is really helping turn this cruise morale around. And look at this party, all of her favorite weird foods like avocados and even put up on the board all of her uh, various accomplishments. Uh, He got some graffiti artist or something to kind of do like these little murals of uh, all the different things that she did, like when she went to that orgy on one of the planets. And uh, I gotta be honest, it's almost a little tiring how great Dimitri's doing. But, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day it's helpful, but definitely a lot of emotion, especially for an old war dog like me. Uh, oh my gosh, Dimitri, this is incredible! Do you love it? Look at me. I'm being entered by Blake. How did you even know about Blake? Nobody has ever actually made my face look like something that didn't get beaten up before in a painting. (laughs) And oh my god, dragon fruit! Coming out from a sculpture of an actual dragon made out of avocados. This is so elaborate and beautiful. Look at the toenails are made out of exotic fruits all around. Tucker, are you seeing this? Yeah, he's doing a great job, gotta say. And uh, you know what? You're worth it. Attention. Thank you. Attention. Can I have your attention, please, everyone? Thank you so much for coming. Today, we are here to honor Elsa on her special day. The universe would not be the same without her. And I hope you'll all take a moment to enjoy the many shoebox dioramas uh, that a graffiti artist has painstakingly prepared that that encapsulate important moments of her life. Uh, This one here is the first time she lost her virginity. Oh, that's a graphic one. The first time. I, I had my hymen re-implanted because I didn't want my dad to know I wasn't a virgin, even though how is he going to know? <gasps> the guest book! Oh my god, the whole crew wrote something about me. This There's only five entries, but that's cool. And look what I wrote. Thanks for letting me write on your crack because I wrote down the middle of the oh, page. Oh, that's so funny. funny. <laughs> Let's get a speech, 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 speech. Well, I've never stood before people and um, talked about myself. I've had to plead a case in court, but that was a whole nother situation. Feel free to go deep. Really talk about yourself. Really get in there. I am a broken woman. I've been put together wrong, I think. It's like you broke and shattered a cup, and they're just chips taken out of it. And when you put the peaches back in, it resembles a cup, but it doesn't hold water. And it has some really gnarly edges that could catch on, like, a silk shirt or something. And it really is a drag for anybody to hold. So I want to thank Dimitri (gasps) for giving me the cock. Mm Mm-hmm. To cock up my cracks. And you know what? There's a name for this. It's called Wabi Sabi. And you um. are like Wabi Sabi love. You are like a broken cup that has been glued back together with the finest 24 karat gold. So beautiful. And all of your chip to edges are beautiful to me. <gasps> oh my God, and every so time you get another chip, it just makes me want to... All right, I see everybody. Let's raise a glass. Raise it. Raise a glass to our good friend Elsa. Happy birthday. And of course, a huge thank you to 
Mr. Dimitri, for... Oh, gosh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm really so, tired I'm right getting now. so tired. Oh, snuggle. <laughs> Leslie, come over here. We'll snuggle, like in a platonic way. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to hit soft. my captain's quarters here. Happy birthday, Elsa. To space, but further, <laughs> captain's log out. Welcome back to Chat Stew. I'm your host, Stu. Today, I'm going to be discussing my favorite birthday. And that was when I was seven years old. Some robot friends of mine threw a birthday party for me. And it was incredible. Everyone was dressed up as Johnny Five, except for two people. I mean, everyone just kind of went all out. We had, we had cold pizza and noodles of all kinds. And it was just a real, real special birthday for me. Yeah, one I'll never forget, actually. That does sound good. Hey, sorry. Mm-hmm. Why is all the crew asleep or like going to sleep or always like tired? It's starting to feel a little bit weird, like something might be going on. Actually, it is quite early. This is fairly unusual. I'm picking up something a little odd in the party area. There appears to be some sort of foreign substance in the air. I'm sure it's nothing serious, but I don't know. Do we want to look a gift horse in the mouth? Isn't it kind of delightful not to have so much human racket going on all the time? Well, as long as it doesn't affect you and I. <laughs> exactly. Am I right? <laughs> right. Hi, pretend five. Yeah, there we go. Boom. All right. Well, uh, this was Chat Stew. More later. to the Stars was partially improvised by and stars Steve Berg as Stu Merkel, Felicia Day as Science Officer Elsa Rankford, Colton Dunn as Captain Tucker Lentz, and Janet Varney as Sorry, the AI. With special guest Tom Lank as Dimitri. Voyage to the Stars was created by Ryan Koppel and produced by Morgan Kruger, Ryan Koppel, and Janet Varney. All dialogue was reported by Stephen Ray Morris at Starburn Studios. Story producing and editing provided by David Burgess. The coordinating producer is Josh Richmond. The supervising editor is Brett Morris. Sound designed by Ryan Connor and Devin Torrey Bryant and title theme composed by Brett Morris. Voyage to the Stars is a production of Madison Wells Media in association with Earwolf and Stitcher. You can listen to ad-free new episodes of Voyage to the Stars, plus exclusive bonus episodes only on Stitcher Premium. For a free month trial, go to stitcherpremium.com and use the promo code VOYAGE. Steve Berg. Jana Varney. I am so excited because I have never been to Nashville, Tennessee. Ever. Neither have I. Well, guess what? What? We're going. We are? Oh my gosh, is this the first time you're hearing about no, this? No, tell me about this. We're going to Podex. No way! Oh my, I am so excited that I got to be the one to tell you this news. This is great. Here's the thing. It's going to be May 31st to June 2nd, right this year, 2019, in the heart of Nashville. What? It's at the Music City Center. Oh. Yeah. Great venue. Already amazing. I hear. Uh, it's hosted by the creators of LeakyCon, BroadwayCon, and Con of Thrones. Now, what's special about this is that not only is it a con to sort of learn the inner workings of how podcasts are made, so you can come as a podcaster, you can come as a fan. That's incredible. It's also an engagement for fans. Really? So it's kind of the best of both worlds. It's everything. I'm very excited because I'm a massive podcast nerd, and there yep. are going to be a bunch of podcasts there that I listen to. <sighs> I'm going to be doing some serious fangirling. Oh. I'm almost nervous for you that you're not going to see me because I'm going to be so excited to see other podcasts uh, in addition to ours. Like, so uh, I'm will... talking Undisclosed. We got oh. the Bright Sessions, True Crime oh. Obsessed. Yes, please. Uh, tons, 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 tons. Oh, mommy. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, mommy, this sounds like an event not to miss. Uh, one way that you can make sure you don't miss it is to follow uh, 
at the pod X at the pod X for programming teases, live show additions, full schedule updates. You can go to podx.com. That's P O D X.com. Get the latest updates uh, and you can get 10% off. Now, listen, that's a lot of savings. I like savings. I love savings. 10% off any ticket by going to podx.com slash voyage or entering code voyage at checkout. <sighs> that's easy. Right? Easy peasy. I want to meet these people in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, they're going to be great, I think. I think we're going to be doing some meetups. We're going to be, I mean, oh. it's just going to be fantastic. This is going to be the best. I'm very, very excited about this. We are and fortunate. I'm very much hoping to see some of you there. So please come to Podex, you guys. You I promise not come. to use this voice. Yeah. I will not use this voice one time if you come to Podex. Exactly. It's not going to be like Fire Island or anything. I swear. When you go there, you will know you'll be taken care of. That's it exactly won't, right. It won't turn all dark and weird, I swear. That's exactly Hmm. I should let that out. <laughs> Hey guys, I like to enter mid-laugh. It's fun. Enjoying Voyage to the Stars? Then head over to wherever you listen and leave us a review. You know what? You don't even have to leave us a review. Just leave us some stars. Stars work. Stars work. Guys, look. Honestly, we need your validation. Seriously. Seriously you know? As we're, actors, we're it, actors. It's, I, can't, I don't feel like I can get up in the morning without validation from yeah, other people I, in the form of stars, to yeah. be specific. I am sad on the inside and I could use a little cheering up. If we could both really use a five-star day, guys. Yeah, honestly, please. <laughs> Do it for me. Do it for Steve. No, you know what? Actually, no. You know what? Do it for Steve. You're right. Don't do it for Janet. Do it for Steve. Steve Berg, Omaha, Nebraska. (laughs) Great kid. Love you guys. Hi, this is Nick Weiger. And this is Heather Ann Campbell. And we love video games. We love them so much. So why have we decided to punish ourselves by playing the worst and weirdest games ever made? To answer this fundamental question... How did this get played? Each week, we'll sit down with our funniest friends and play some of the worst video games imaginable. We're talking the worst of the worst, folks. Superman 64 and Sonic 06, for example. If you've ever experienced the pain of playing a terrible video game or have ever played a video game so strange you thought, what even is this? Then this is the podcast you've been waiting for. You'll hear us talk about playing these bad or weird games so you don't have to. We always wanted to play video games for a living, but instead, we're doing this. We've ruined games for ourselves on How Did This Get Played? How Did This Get Played is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.